Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. I'm Kip. And today we are talking about introductions of pets to other pets and people and Mm -hmm. homes and houses and... But mostly pets to other pets. Yeah, mostly that. Yeah. Okay. So, who wants to start? Who wants to start this introduction circle? You get to say your name and then one interesting fact about you. In this no, stop it. Everyone <laughs> hates that. <laughs> Look, everyone hates that. Everyone substitute teachers mm-hmm. or sometimes new hippie teachers did this and nobody liked it. Mm-hmm. Except for, I guess, some extroverted Boss, people. Bosses. Oh, my boss made us do that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, bosses do. Mm-hmm. He was like, okay, you have to, I've assigned you a partner. My boss assigned us a partner. Oh. And he said. Yeah, that's easier have... than having to pick your own if you don't know the people. Yeah, and he's like, you have Prince to call George. this person. You have to actually physically call this person on the telephone, have a conversation with them, and then do, on our meeting, we you have to tell us something about them that no one else knows. And I'm like, I hate that no one else every, knows, so yeah, they have no to pick so to I tell got, everyone that thing. I got the new guy, which I love. Love talking. So literally anything would be new guy. to everyone. <laughs> His name what is the, Josh. What the problem His middle is, name is, and that's it. That's all you guys need to know. The awkward thing is that when I was having a conversation with him, I forgot everything about him. Oh, no. <laughs> He's from Mexico. He lived in town for 18 years and then moved to another town that he likes better because nothing changed in his hometown, but I couldn't remember the names of any of the cities. Because it was a foreign language? No, I, oh, okay. it, it could have been America. I wouldn't have remembered. No. Were you, you were cities. just stressed yeah. out, right? I, I have... I I can't focus. <laughs> I don't like having to talk to groups, especially yeah. if you're new to that job. Yeah. Plus, like, that's the worst. Plus, I was talking to him, and I couldn't think of a damn thing about my own life to tell him. I hate doing that too because I'm like, I don't share stuff easily. I don't really want to give you guys anything interesting. I guess now yeah. I could share like, I have a, a fuck ton of pets. He was doing so good and he was asking me probing questions but mm-hmm. all I, he was like, do you have any hobbies? And I was thinking about it and I was like, I have no hobbies. <laughs> you're, you're like, yeah. I told him about my pets but the, pro- and when he said to everyone, oh, she's got a million pets. The problem is, is that everyone fucking knows that I have a thousand pets. And they call me the zookeeper. Yeah, but he's new, so he's new. He's new. Everything's new to me, he says. your fact, because everyone knows that about me. (laughs) Well, it is But it was, yeah, it was fine. No, uh, yeah. It was humiliating, though. When When I got promoted to ASM at my job, we had been redistricted, so we had some store, so my district manager had some new stores some new store manager some new asm so for our big uh district meeting we had every three months like that mm-hmm. was pre-covid and crap yeah. um the before times the before time. the, the well this times. was also like a year before all that anyway mm-hmm. yeah. um he was like okay everyone we're gonna say your name and say a fact that you don't think people know and my favorite fact to actually pull out is like i did fencing for three years and they're like whoa that is a cool thing from high school that you did. Yeah, I did fencing for six months. <laughs> I found out apparently one of the other store managers also did fencing and thought I was a girl from a competition. It's like, did you ever compete in this one? I was like, no. I was no. like, oh, I was like, oh no, I never competed. I just did it for fun and I just wanted to learn more about uh, the actual 
how do you sword fight? Why do people do things? The history of it, because yep. my fencing instructor was a historian. Like his actual job is he did historical thing. Like he right. did. Uh, he had books about actual pirates of the Caribbean's type thing. Right. Where he like did. actual Blackbeard. And he how was he actually was from on California, Cal- Carolina, North he, Carolina. He was actually on a <laughs> history channel documentary. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, I remember we were watching it, and I was like, "That's my." That's pretty freaking yeah. dope. Yeah, he has a weird name, but he, go, he, he was like men. And, Mr. Wigglebottoms. Anyway, no, it, it, <laughs> he used Ben for short, but it's not Benjamin, it's something else. Oh, it's Benefer, gotcha. <laughs> anyway, um, but it's yeah. Benefy. <laughs> but then that is like, you look like this girl I had a feud with. I was like, no, Oh my god. We were around <laughs> similar. I was like, no, I'm not competitive at all. And no. probably why I didn't make it as a storm. First of all, <laughs> why did he not better remember what the person he had a feud with looked like? I know. Uh, it was a girl, and it was a woman, and also this was like 10 years after high school. Because okay. we were both mm. in our 30s, and high school was so long ago. Like, I know you guys so wait, wear those helmets. Recently? This happened two years ago. Oh, okay. But I, like, it was right. around the time. Four times, it, right. Okay. Yeah, it was Sorry, like I a year focused. before <laughs> even this year, but right. uh, it doesn't even matter. So, like, it was just weird because, like, for a little minute, we, me and this other store manager were talking, and she's like, are you sure? You look a lot like this other girl like, who was also named Danielle. That. And I was like, do. no, I didn't do any competitions. There's I a like, lot of Danielles also. Yeah, I was like, there was another Danielle in my club. It was actually a super common name. Yeah. yeah. She was actually really good. The other Danielle in my club did competitive, and Maybe she was Maybe really it was good. that Danielle. No, she was black. Oh. So definitely could not have been mistaken for me. No. no. She was still very good. I yeah. liked her a lot. I wonder what came of her. Oh, well. You can Facebook <laughs> soccer later. Her. She went to the Olympics. Actually, That'd be cool. my, my little fencing story is that my grandfather actually was a fencer and got invited to the Olympics and Did turned it down oh. because he's a dick. Yeah, we had two. <laughs> That's why? That's the only reason. He's just a dick. He's like, I'm going to be a dick and turn it down. <laughs> wow. No, it's because he's a rich boy and he didn't, mm-hmm. you know, he was... He didn't want the big. pressure? He, 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 he didn't care. Yeah, he didn't care. But yeah. he was an A-rank fencer then? Probably. I yeah. don't know what uh, that, the... <laughs> that, that is... Uh, we had two A-rank fencers, yeah. so my teacher was an A-rank fencer. He was retired, so he yeah. didn't do it competitively. And then we had one other fencer who was an A-rank fencer. Yeah. And he was very impressive. It was... Very cool. One time I was dropped off early and I watched them have a bout. I wasn't yeah. supposed to watch that bout. Then wiped the floor with him. And then afterwards, nice. like, the other guy threw his helmet. And then my instructor so just, my instructor just was like, Oh, you got dropped off by your parents early. Yeah. He's like, Hey, how are you? And he's like trying to like block the block other person. The, yeah. the, the person having a, a rough day. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, that actually, you know, I never actually thought of how good my grandpa actually had. Because mm-hmm. I see my grandpa as kind of a deadbeat. He, yeah. I say he was a rich kid. He blew all that money on garage sales and beer. So we, that money does not exist in the family anymore, right. by the way. Wait, wait. How many garage sales and how much beer would you oh, have to... Oh, so much. Oh, His Jesus. belly just come like he's pregnant. Like his liver <laughs> oh. is just... Anyway. Oh, no. And he won't die. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, I love him to death. I do. I, I genuinely do. But um, he just <laughs> wasted the family fortune. He just wasted the family fortune and was kind of a dick when he was a kid. So, um, but... And when he was a, an adult. Um, but still, you know... Um, he, 
I, I never realized how good he actually had to be at fencing to actually get invited mm -hmm. to the Olympics. So like, they don't actually care about your status, as far as I'm aware. No, uh, you, it might be something, like, I, from what I understand, like I said, I didn't do it competitively, but mm -hmm. I did know, so there were several people in my club who did it competitively. I went and watched a few competitions, mm -hmm. but I was just, one, I didn't practice enough to be good enough to really win. Like, I would win some bouts, but... Right. I didn't do it enough. I, I really just did it for the information and the form I thought was right. interesting. It's very... It yeah. is very I, I had fun for the six months yeah. <laughs> to try to connect to my grandpa a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was, it's a fun thing. Me and, my little brother did it longer. Me and yeah. actually another friend who also did fencing, we, we did it separately, but uh, it's my it's one of my friend's husband's. We actually brought our fencing gear and like did about to see like what either of us remember. Do you remember anything? Yeah. yeah. And that was kind of fun. We like went out to the tennis courts at our apartments and did a stupid little bout. It was funny. I also realized like my jacket didn't fit anymore. So oh I, my God. So I like put on two jackets. Like I was like, oh, this is snug. And I think yep. I just put like a hoodie over with that. I wonder if I still have my gear somewhere. I don't think so. I actually, I'm I have it in a fairly certain upstairs. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. We should we should buy gear. Mm -hmm. We should do, we should no. have about. Okay, so nine minutes into this fencing podcast. So um, welcome to the fencing pod. So um, fence pod. Fence pod. Well, that that sounds like it so, could be about fencing. Welcome to swordplay, the gayest podcast in the world. Uh, we should call it um, Lanes. I think is what it was called. What? Don't look at me. I don't remember. They uh you yeah yeah lanes, lanes. yes yeah. yeah dueling lanes yeah uh, dueling lanes. Yeah, there you go. Welcome dueling to dueling lanes. lanes, the fencing podcast. Yeah. This is our first and last episode. We'll, we'll talk okay, about this the is, history this of Sensing, Foil, Epe, and Saber. This is Pet Parents Pod, and we're talking about introducing well, My, 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 uh, my great-grandparents did, did Saber. We, we have I did those a, Sabers. I did a um, Saber um, We're workshop. still talking about this. Okay, so how do we introduce pets to the most boring podcast in the world? Well, you get the new pet and the old pet, and you sit them down, and you put name tags on them, first of all, because obviously dogs can read. And you say, and tell us something too. about yourself that yes. no one else knows. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then they stare at you and wander off and or murder each other. So yes. what, what animal do we want to start off with? I mean, the first pets that I remember introducing, because uh, I don't remember the ones like growing up with the dogs. I don't remember how that dogs. happened. I think they were just puppies. Dogs, to... dogs are really easy to introduce. Yeah, and they're, when they're puppies to, to adult to dogs, it's pretty easy, though, because it's like, well... You're cute yeah. and dumb and endearing, so usually babies are taken yeah. by adults better. Because with yeah. you, you got two sibling dogs, yes. so you didn't really have to. We had to introduce anything. them to the cats. Yeah, but yeah, the first, the first pets that Daniel and I had to introduce would be Sydney and Trouble, mm -hmm. because. Oh yeah, when you guys started yeah. dating or living together, you living say. together. Yeah, yeah, living together. Yeah, um, which we were worried about because Sydney was. I think under two years old, but still an adult. Yeah, she was an adult. She also hadn't really been around other animals. No, literally she and I lived in a large house, just us, and for a while. And I will say, I was a little worried because the last female cat I tried to introduce, and while Wrath had a lot of issues that Sydney did not have, mm -hmm. she was the only female cat he'd ever lived with, so I was like, does he hate women? Is my cat a sexist? This is a sexist, yes. It was trouble could never, not my trouble. <laughs> Except if you're wrath. Yep. Yeah. Well, they actually, they periodically had some issues. Yeah, I mean, there was some feeling out and um, hissing, um, but, like... They coexisted fine. Yeah. Like, there was some hissing, there wasn't anything in initially. They actually used to, like, groom each other a little mm -hmm. bit when she was very young, and then she grew out of that, and she's like, mm, I don't, don't like touch it. me. I'm my only Cupcake cat. did the same thing. 
Actually, I had to introduce Bella and Cupcake. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so, like, I got Bella when she was roughly two years old. She was a, you know, abandoned in Walmart parking lot, and cat, the cat in the cradle saved, saved her, and then they, you know, adopted out all her kittens, and then she was left because she's in a ugly old adult cat that's two years old and nobody wants mm-hmm. except for me because she was the most gorgeous thing I'd ever seen in my life she mm-hmm. was my Sydney mm-hmm. you know and so I, I bought her with my very first paycheck very first job and then um, a few years later or not too too much actually it wasn't even a few years it was very soon after uh, the neighbors up the street had a litter of kittens and I got cupcake as a little baby mm-hmm. after she had been weaned from Noor mm-hmm. um, she still keeps her Muslim faith and I respect that of her you know <laughs> so I brought her home and her and and Bella became her surrogate because Bella had her kittens you know divvied out mm-hmm. and cupcake was still a kitten and so cupcake would actually nurse on Bella even though Bella didn't have anything left, which she would nurse and nurse and nurse and nurse, mother daughter, so very very you know easy. Yeah. But then Cupcake became a teenager, and then she started beating the shit out of Bella. <laughs> she was like, "Fuck you, mom! I hate you! I want to live my own life now." And then she went and was. A I slut. don't need you. When she was a slut, and she had kittens herself because yeah. I was in a bad situation where I couldn't get Cupcake fixed right away. <laughs> the only other so. introduction for Trouble before, um, well, there were two before Sydney, because um, Prince was still, like, six months when we got Chaos and Trouble, so mm-hmm. he basically, he was like, okay, fine, other cats, and then he kind of was like, I live over here, you guys just go do what you want. He didn't really, right. like, mess with each other. He would, like, sometimes, but when they were younger, but then I moved off to college, got trouble back and we me and my roommate at the time had got her a cat it didn't work out where she ended up taking the cat i ended up with the cat um but otis and that was really easy because he was just this little black cat who looked a lot like chaos and i'm pretty sure trouble just thought like oh my brother shrank and got dumber whatever (laughs) (laughs) whatever sure whatever i can see trouble thinking that yeah and then otis just like Followed Trouble around. He was his little buddy. Mm, his little that's so precious. His little shadow and buddy. He'd be like, okay. And they cuddle and groom, and they were cool together. And then we had Wrath, and that went horribly. But also, like, here I feel like, and this is this is super, 100% superstitious. Yeah. But I feel like cats genuinely embody the names that you give them. Although Thor is not really living up to Thor. <laughs> She's very affectionate. <laughs> Oh, that is very Thor. Thor and Loki are ex- like aggressively affectionate. They're yeah. they're both very similar they, cats. Uh, Loki is a lot attention. more mischievous. Well, yeah, he he plays a lot more physically because he's a boy kitten, which is why we got him for Oliver. Honestly, Oliver acts more like a Loki. <laughs> Oliver is like Oliver Twist, where he's just filled with. with he's nonsense. a little heathen. No. Yep. Yep. Uh, he my... just knocked a box of Kleenexes down. My old uh, best <laughs> through friend. his chaos. No. My <laughs> old best friend had a kitten called Lawless who 100% lived up to that. She would just do whatever the hell she wanted, you know. It was I think we met different. that cat. I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys did. But yeah. Beautiful cat. Gorgeous. Yeah. I lo- her eyes yeah. were just yeah. green. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Um, she was like a little mini uh, Bella, you know. Mm-hmm. She was great. Um, I don't know what happened to her. But, okay. yeah, so sorry. Trigger no, warning. Sorry. I don't know what happened to her. Well, I'm so, sure she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere. 
I feel like we should mention, um, like, for adult cats introducing them, there's, like, a procedure you should go through. Yeah. Like, you should probably keep the new cat in a bathroom, for example, and keep the door shut. Yeah. Um, you should do this at least for a few days, depending on how things go, because they need to be able to sniff each other under the door. Mm-hmm. Um, most likely, you're going to get some hissing. You should probably do this for a kitten, too, because you want to see how your adult cats are going to respond to the kitten. Right. Yep. If they're aggressive, obviously, you can't leave them unsupervised, so you can't just set them free for a while. Uh, also, cats um, warm up. We've talked about this before. Before. cats aren't great with change mm-hmm. change mm-hmm. is not their forte so giving new animals a new environment giving them a safety room is always a good idea because right. it, it gives it their security nothing else can come in there it gives them their food and water so it will help ease the anxiety of a new uh, location it's just like anyone else like i remember going off to college and i had four roommates we all had our own rooms and few weeks I was like okay I'm just gonna stay in my room like I had moved in moved all my boxes in the first night and some of them are like hey we're gonna have food together you want to come out I'm like I'm tired mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to bed and they're like oh okay and I'm like okay yeah <laughs> I like it yeah so uh, give them their own room so they can like give shut down space. give them space yeah especially when um in most cases the territory is already going to be established when yeah. you get your new pet so everything belongs to your current pets Mm-hmm. So they have to, with cats, they have to join the clouder. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And if they're already grown, this is going to take longer than a kitten. Yeah. So start them off locked in a either a bedroom, if you have a spare bedroom, a, a room locked off or closed off from the other animals. Yeah. Um, so that they can feel comfortable and safe in that one room. Yeah. And they'll sniff each other under the door. Um, we had an experience of trying to get our cats to, when, when, he had, when we had one of our roommates, our roommate had a cat. Yeah. Um, an already adult cat, yeah, that was like three or four years old, and we were trying uh-huh. to get them to get along with... Just being at, neutral. Right. At the time, we had um, Quinn trouble in Sydney, and I think Quinn was still young, but mm-hmm. they were still pretty much grown. Right. So we were trying to get our three cats to get along with this one cat, but it was a well-established clouder already. Right. And Serendipity was an only cat for like all pretty much all her life, so... Right. Yeah. So we got like some pet gates to try to feed them on either side of that. Yes. Um, oh, right. Yeah, this if was, you, I remember when you guys were trying to... There was a glass serendipity. sliding door that serendipity. separated the bedroom that Serendipity stayed in, and, and they, our cats would actually play through that glass. But the uh, Sydney second, would anyway. Yeah, but the second it just turned into a gate where they could actually interact, like, Serendipity was like, whoa, no, Absolutely too much. not. Um, Sydney seemed interested in being friends, but she also was being aggressive towards her. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it's weird because she seemed to play really well through the glass, but then she was, wasn't she kind of chasing her? A little bit, but it was like patting, I don't know. Like some of it was also serendipity wasn't like super, I don't think that cat, uh, at least with adult cats, maybe serendipity would do better with like a kitten, but was mm-hmm. not enthused with the idea of having to interact with other adults. Not cats. directly. Through the glass was fine. They played through the glass. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so on that note, the either having a glass door is a great way to introduce them, but also you can a, feed them on either side of some sort of barrier and make to associate sure the a cat with a high, good thing like food. Yeah, high value treat. High like value this treats. is this is what they're getting. They don't get this like a fancy wet food or a treat. They don't get all the time because then they'll associate. Oh, I get this treat with this cat, and it becomes an association. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That the good, good, good feels association. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So the animal being introduced has to have their own secure place where the other animals are not really allowed to go in there, mm-hmm. because then 
they're being encroached upon their territory. The only territory they have, which is much less, most likely, than the rest of your home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then you bring them out. Like, we had, we, I think we ended up stacking... No, it was mostly just we were right there with the gate and tried to feed them on either side, which had mixed results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they played through the glass well. Anyway, it didn't, like, really go super with serendipity. We tried for, like, a while. And then we moved into the house we're in now, and serendipity kind of just became the basement cat. And the Things were good for a while, yeah. because yeah. serendipity would actually come out. It was all neutral territory for the house. Yeah. There was a whole upstairs and downstairs. House, yeah. Right, but then it seemed like serendipity was trying to say downstairs is all hers. And that's just not true. Cause yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and uh, what also set it off was the dog's introduction. Yeah. Serendipity dogs. hated the dogs. Yeah. She, okay, all of our cats, none of them hissed at the puppies when we got them, when yeah. they're just little 12-pound so things. Fresh. Yeah, they were just curious about them. Serendipity, from outside of the room they were in, took one look and hissed at them. And then walked off. Yes. She was like, oh, hell no. She was like, whatever the fuck this is, no. <laughs> and then that's when the weird, that's when a lot of the major territory over the basement happened. Like, we would find tufts of serendipity, because serendipity was a much fluffier cat. Yeah. yeah. We'd find tufts of her hair, and uh, our roommate had broken up fights between serendipity and Sydney, so we just... Sydney up- didn't like that serendipity was saying that this basement was hers. We kind of, but also... Because I feel like Sydney knew the whole house is hers. <laughs> right, right, right. We, and Sydney at the knew time, that. we weren't using the basement super much, because we were still trying to unpack, and we were still dealing with the puppies, it was just a lot of things, so we... Uh, we basically, at that point, had just, like, separated them, and, like, Serendipity did, to an extent, have the basement. Quinn because, seemed right. to start following Sydney and her feelings about Serendipity. Quinn used to actually play with Serendipity. Yeah. And then when the shift came from Sydney, um, not well, being okay with Serendipity, thinking that she like, owned the basement, Quinn followed suit. Yeah, she started to fight with her, too. Which is... So then Serendipity just went back to staying in the room that yeah. her roommate was staying in. Which yeah. makes sense because established clouders do what they say because that Otis also, he's sweet as cat. He didn't give a shit. But Trouble's like, I hate you, Wrath. And Otis is like, okay, let's jump Got up. it, we hate Wrath. Yeah. Yes, understood. <laughs> I have received my orders. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah no, my ca- I, I haven't had an issue with roommates, cats, with, with my little uh, uh, clouder sitting together. They've been um, pretty tolerant. Yeah. But... Uh, also, I I think the only real introductions that I've had to do with the cats is um, Lawless. They didn't mm. mind Lawless. That's good. And the dogs didn't mind the dogs. Yeah. You know. Well, when I first initially got Rosie, um, the cats did beat her up once. They all gained which up they on should. Her. It's good yeah. that the cat be aggressive towards a dog because they're just inherently so much larger. Especially yeah. Rosie. She's been always Boy. a little bowling ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, immediately when when I first brought her home, it was the first night, mm-hmm. and I was sleeping in the living room with Rosie. And boy came in, and they were they they the cats were really fucking weird, like a cult. Like they came in like <laughs> the with cloaks on, and they like surrounded us in a and circle. And you're like, where did you get these cloaks? They're, really They're lovely. Slow and just did, did staring at us with giant eyes, and they set up candles and they started <laughs> chanting. And then suddenly, boy came up and he was like, gah, 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 gah. and Cupcake's like, oh, it's go time, shibla, shibla, you oh my know. God. And Rosie was like, oh. And they didn't do claws, but they were they slapped the shit out of her. That was an initiation ceremony. <laughs> yeah, that was an initiation ceremony. And I freaked out because I'd never seen my cats act this way. 
even around other dogs, I'd never seen them act this way. Well, they knew this one was here to stay, so they're like, yeah, we they're must like, initiate her. Like, yes, exactly. How dare you take <clears throat> our sleeping spot? That's our human. Yeah. So I moved, I moved my little sleep nest into the office and closed the cats out and just, like, hugged Rosie. And I'm like, <laughs> and Rosie's like, <laughs> so after yeah. you guys sobbed together, you, you went back out with some fish and were like, we, we slept there for the night and then, and then, um, we came back out and I just didn't really trust the cats with her anymore, but yeah. eventually they stopped caring. And That's when good. Charlie came in, they gave zero. Yeah. Zero fucks about Well, yeah, they were, he's a lot. I feel like he's better behaved towards that sort of... He takes cues. Charlie, he takes cues better. better behaved. Yeah, 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 yeah. I take him to puppy playtime, and he's not an issue. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's he's very just kind of like normal behavior with everybody, you know? I mean, he's not he's not a bowling ball, so he can't plow he's through. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, a, he's Skeletor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he also seems to understand body language a lot better than yeah he understands a lot yeah. better yeah he's like oh i i it's which like, that's like rosie's whole that's the only challenge she's really ever had is she doesn't get it she's no like, she doesn't take cues well or she even when they're care. screamed at her yeah yeah of course she's like bite me harder mm, draw <laughs> we're having fun right i like this <laughs> yeah you murder let's play murder <laughs> so one thing i would recommend if you want to have dogs and cats uh Honestly, I think you should have the cats first. The cats need to be the bosses of the dogs, especially if you're not getting tiny dogs. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of dogs have a hunting instinct, and if cats run, they will chase them, and that is a problem because they could turn aggressive towards your cat. Mm -hmm. So if you get puppies and introduce them to your already established adult cats, that's a lot better. Um, You need to be kind of cementing in your from the puppies. You know, as a young puppy, I think it's a lot harder to adopt a dog that hasn't been around cats. Um, and it try it to can them. depend on their temperament. There are some well, yeah. dogs, like, um, there are herding-type dogs who, well, okay. They need to understand that the cats are the bosses, though. Right, but what I was saying is there are some dogs that do well with smaller, like, animals because they're well, kind of bred into them to yeah. be caretakers of those animals. Now, you don't want to get, like, a border collie to herd your cats. Yeah. But, like, for yeah. instance, what, um, I'm thinking, um... What are the dogs with the, the St. Bernard's? Yeah. Big, sweet dogs. Big, sweet big, dogs. Big, sweet dogs probably don't have an issue with most things because they're like... You can also, like, if you're like if you're adopting, because, like, adopt, don't shop, generally. Yes. Um, yep. You can look and see if how they are if they're not puppies. If they're puppies, it's like you're starting from, from day one. you got a clean slate. Um, whether or not they're going to be okay with other dogs and cats. But if yeah, but if you're getting like uh, even in just a younger dog that's not really a puppy anymore, or it's, or it's a larger like six month old or whatever, mm-hmm. they will have the information if they're good with cats, um, if they're good with other dogs, if they're good with kids. Mm-hmm. Usually, this is based on like the what yeah the foster home. So obviously, not all foster homes have cats mm-hmm. that are fostering dogs. So you literally might just not know. Yeah. But yeah. I find it when I was looking, because I've had to entertain the idea of maybe getting a slightly older dog. Um, me too. You you can check to see if they're good with cats because I wouldn't get a dog with our mini cats that wasn't good with cats or that wasn't a puppy. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I'm very glad that I got Rosie and and introducing uh, Charlie into the mix was super easy. Like I even have a video of um, Rosie and Charlie together uh, the first time 
And Rosie was being so gentle with him, and he was just a tiny, tiny little eight-week-old baby dog. He was so with small. A tiny pot belly, and he's supposed to be this little bulldog. And Rosie rolled onto her back. The first I can show you guys the video. We can post it to the to the uh, pet parents uh, Instagram. Mm -hmm. But Rosie rolled on her back. And she's just rolling around, looking at Charlie, waiting for him to, like, play. And Charlie's looking at her like, what is happening? <laughs> I don't know where I'm at right now. I just was in Tennessee a second ago. <laughs> what is this state? What is this? So, yeah, it's I, I have no input on uh, introducing dogs or anything like that because it's going pretty, aside from that one... Uh, the initiation ceremony. The, uh, aside from the initiation ceremony, everything has gone pretty smooth <laughs> for me cats and dog introduction yeah well. yeah we just got two puppies at the same time so they're their own little pack mm -hmm. and they our dogs are wanting to go inside and outside and inside and outside and inside and outside yes <laughs> mostly just a couple of times they're just being slightly unreasonable and restarting it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but um yeah no i mean it's the, the only issue that i really had with pet introductions was with uh, my rodents. Like rodents have been the biggest challenge. Of course, I feel like if I knew more about how to introduce rodents, I think I would do better. I think I would have a higher success rate now, knowing what I know. No, yeah, you have like a, a bigger variety of rodents that you've yes. had now. Yes. You know, because we all know that your rat daddy. Kept... Everyone knows this. Mm -hmm. Yes. Known information. As a rat daddy, don't you? Isn't rodents thing mainly you have to kind of get them from the same like grouping? If you if you get them from the same litter, that's going to be the easiest. That's that's the highest success rate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just think it's so funny because when we were keeping Jeremiah the squirrel, you know, see the episode about Jeremiah the squirrel that we fostered for a little bit yeah. illegally. <clears throat> but um, yeah, earlier episodes. But no you know, they're they're rodents, no and apparently squirrels <laughs> do fine with just squirrels in general. Apparently, squirrels are squirrels to squirrels. Well. There is, uh, so we we talked about that. that I can, I know they can so tell they can tell if they're related or not. They have you have a higher chance of success. But when they're when they're babies, though, apparently they're fine to be raised oh, yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if they're babies, they're you just pile babies together. Just pile, like, just well, pile I, of I think babies. that's actually accurate for most things because when we got Loki and Thor, we they were already a bonded pair. And mm -hmm. we got them to bond with Oliver. So what we did was we just kind of tossed them all you in the room. You just locked them yeah. in the closet together. No, we, <laughs> just, we just put them. Other. We put <laughs> them in our the yeah, our guest room, it which is a nursery. Room. Yeah, yes. but the puppies were initially in, the in there, and so the kittens were initially in there, and we just stuck them all together for like a couple days. Uh, like we didn't let them out to meet the other cats for like a week, actually, because yeah, like we wanted week, to yeah. submit the bond. We're like, okay. this one is yours. You must. You must accept him. He is a wild animal, and you must accept him and tame him. This is your job. You were adopted to do a he job. He was so yeah. ridiculous. Mm -hmm. uh, but I guess it was he's like still on... pretty ridiculous. Yeah. but he's better. <laughs> he, he acted like nearly feral. Yeah, mm -hmm. but just in a weird way. Yeah, which he still does it sometimes. But he's a lot better. He's a lot less aggressive than he yep. was. Yeah. Again, I don't know how he bit as hard as he did at his age. He didn't have anyone telling him, "No, you don't bite that hard." As I, I guess I've just never been bitten like that by a kitten. I didn't he think he had the jaw had a, strength. 
You never had the un- most unadjusted cat known to... No, this little <laughs> trash kitten so who got separated far too young. I, I will say I did while we were looking at dogs because there was, we weren't for sure. We talked about adopting like at the same time, but there were actual conversations about doing separate adoptions and blah, blah, blah. So yep. I did actually do research on how you introduce dogs together. Yep. And part of it is similar to the safe spot, the um, introduction with humans' presence... Also, it's uh, helpful is kenneling, which are dogs Creating. are uh, crate training, things mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. where you... Charlie is not crate training that poor soul. Yeah, I mean, we haven't crated ours in so long. Yeah, mm-hmm. they... Well, Rue still goes straight. We have to get a larger crate from Yushka at this point. Yeah, he doesn't fit. Yeah. No, he's too big for the 36-inch one. Yeah. Okay, um, so uh, the crating. You said you don't, cre- you haven't had Charlie created, but that is a good way to create like a din type dinning. Right. Dinning for dogs is very important. It, right. it gives them a safe spot. It gives them. It's also good for training and even like helps with anxiety and stress because it's kind of like there. It's yeah. like the safety room for cats. So you can use dinning as a way to help navigate um, dogs having issues with each other or like introduction. Because it, it was it was actually a, a great thing that I did with Rosie. I used dinning for Rosie when she was a puppy because she had anxiety um, growing up. I whenever I kind of felt like her anxiety was up or she was kind of having I guess a temper tantrum or something along those lines, you know, I would crate her. And kind of make her just take a nap. I'm like, you you need to take a nap for a bit. I would close the door and she would immediately shut off, laid out. She was a good puppy, though. Yeah, she was great. Because I'm just thinking, you know. Yeah, I'm just thinking ours would continue screaming. Yeah, no, she would (laughs) shut off, lay down. I had water and snacks and toys in there for her. And she would just bloop and then go to sleep for a bit. And then she would, I would hear her get restless again a, a couple of hours later. And then I would pop it open she would come out and then she was you know rebooted yeah reboot my dog it was the best thing ever (laughs) i mean we did crating mostly uh so well it's a safe way to store your puppy to keep them from prevent like from damaging stuff it's also and peeing everywhere yeah Yeah. it's good it's a really good for potty training and that's another thing is when you even if you bring an adult dog into the house something that you have to keep in mind you have to redo the potty training routine because they don't know where to go. Yep. Right. Even if they are fully potty trained, they're not at the place where they were taught, like, go to this yep. door and I'll let you out. They're just yeah. in a room and they're so, like, whoa. Crate training is good for puppies and dogs that are new to your home. Because mm-hmm. it helps with the bathroom routine. And they also yep. know an established <clears throat> place that is theirs and safe. Mm-hmm. Right. And gives them confidence. But also on top of that, it's like lots of supervision don't leave your dogs unattended until you know for a fact that they are okay with each other yep you know and preferably as little unattended as you can for the rest of our lives because dogs are just Dramatic. furry uh elementary and middle schoolers forever yep. they're just yep. permanently yep. that permanently drama queens they're permanently they're children yep. they're just gonna have like kids forever just big children you, you can't really trust them not to eat well some of them are very well behaved ours Ours are not, I mean, ours are dogs. Uh, they're not as well behaved as some. Yeah. They will they're chew things, so I think that's most dogs. Yeah. yeah. And dogs are dumb, they'll eat stuff they're not supposed to. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. I woke up this morning to hearing Charlie. I knew it was Charlie because Rosie had snuck into bed with me and Matt. So Charlie was licking something that sounded like a spoon in a dish. 
And so I immediately got up and went downstairs, and Matt had left his ice cream bowl on the floor. Yeah. I was so mad. On I'm the like, floor. how do you, how, what are you doing? Was he laying on the ground and he just passed out eating ice cream? No, he just, when he was done with the ice cream, he put it on the floor and then went to bed. What? <laughs> Was this, like, in his office area? No, it's in the regular living room. Okay, I don't know. That <laughs> I guess he wasn't thinking. Just leave it on the counter somewhere. Put it on the, put it on the table. In the sink. That, that too, because it it's right the there. The sink is five feet from the right, couch. Yeah, yeah, with your, your stuff, there's no excuse to no not excuse. put it in the kitchen. It's just a few feet away. Like oh, I thought it was, like, some of the Italian food. I know garlic's bad for dogs. I was like, well, Charlie's dead now, I guess. <laughs> well, you could hear him. He's not dead yet. Just, Charlie's yeah. gonna be dead now. He's gonna be. He's, he's the final countdown for Charlie. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> it's a bad thing that we were counting down. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, no, but I, I think that comes with like, oh, basically, at least what I have learned with introducing animals because I had a really rough. What uh, after this, you can talk about your rough road to go of introducing right. animals, but. Craft was my only failed experiment, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I—I I mean, aside from my roommate cat. Well, yeah. Sometimes but, you can't help it. So no, it's sometimes, not your yeah. fault. Sometimes it's. Um, so Raph was my failed experiment of introducing a cat to other cats, and like we've said in the past, like you can't always help it, and that happens, and that's fine because not everyone. It's just like people in real life. You're not going to get along with everyone, and sometimes right. you can't live together with everyone. Right. Sometimes you can't even coexist in the same house as everyone. Yes, I yes, we've all experienced this. So it, That's why I moved out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it was hard. It was like, sh- it ended up just sectioning off, like, she would have the closet slash laundry room, and she would have my room during the day. I would let her go in there at night because trouble slept with me, and so I didn't want to disrupt that because he was already, like, pissed off at her existence, so mm-hmm. I was trying to mitigate, and they had the whole apartment, and it just, like... Even using the boundaries, the gates, the food, it just never worked out, and it happens sometimes. Yeah. So it's not a good thing to have to manage your own pets in their own home. The yeah, way that you, you were having have to. have to separate. I mean, if it comes to it, like if. Didn't you have her for two years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a long time of having to manage them like that. Yeah, yeah. and like that's rough. I it's... think I lived with with uh, Lawless for two years too. That was that was, that was hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it can, and I mean, the only other example I can think about this is trouble, like my last, my senior year of high school when I took over my older sister's room Mm -hmm. and uh, became a roommate with her cat. He would not allow my cat in there, so I just... This was Prince's room and you were just staying there with him. I was. Mm -hmm. I I was just staying there temporarily and trouble was not allowed in Prince's room. It was Prince's room, so... Poor trouble. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, it's okay. All he wants in the world is to sleep and be next to Danielle. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think he he either slept on my mom or my little sister, one of the two. Yeah. Mm. The, you know, the, the backups. Mm-hmm. I must have been sad not to have trouble around, though. Yeah, it was. Trouble's a good guy. Yeah. Me and Prince came to an understanding. We were okay roommates. Mm. <laughs> oh, this is not a normal experience for people? No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> be terrorized by your older sister's cat <laughs> oh my gosh you won't let i mean me. i guess at different points i shut sydney out of the room because i was and I, i've completely given up on this but so animals wake me up mm-hmm. and Trouble um got shut out of our room when you first yeah so both of the cats would get shut out of the room um i i don't remember when i gave up trouble used to annoy me a lot yeah. because he would wake me up all the time 
and I guess I just then, yeah, he'll scream right at your head. He uh, he was a lot worse back then. I I sleep very heavily. He does not. I can, like, sleep through anything, Mm -hmm. and my cat would leave, and he'd walk back under the covers, and I'd be asleep. The jingle of tags can wake me up sometimes. Like, obviously, there's periods of time where I'm, like, out, out, Mm -hmm. but, um... No, I can wake up pretty easily. Like, share a room with somebody that they can just, like, walk into the room or across the room and I'll apparently open my stare at them or glare at them. You motherfucker. I wasn't awake, so I don't remember this. No. Um, well, yeah, so sharing rooms with animals, that's a, that's a thing sometimes you get Yeah, I, I gave up. I just get woken up by them now. Um, so, Kip, mm. share with us, Rat Daddy. Ah, how, yes. how do you... Introduce gerbils to each other. So what you gotta do is, you gotta get two gerbil cages, right? Mm-hmm. You put the gerbil cages next to each other, where one side is facing the other side. So they can so see each other. So they can see each other. Mm-hmm. And then you gotta wait for however long it takes for those gerbils to sleep on the same side of the cage next to each other. And that's when you know that you can move on to the next step. What the next step is, I have no idea, because I never got there because my gerbils fucking hated each other. <laughs> I assume you dump them into a Beyblade stadium and watch them. Put it in a Beyblade, yep, yep. Total full Beyblade. Watch them go at it. Yeah. Yeah. They don't duel instead? They do fencing, actually. They do the foil. Um, They prefer the foil over uh, the saber. Yeah, Um, because we we all know chinchillas are saber. Yeah, they're they're more saber rodents. Oh, for sure. 100%. Well, they have to do it from horseback, so they're the only ones big enough. Yes. Yes, but they actually ride rabbits. Mm, that makes sense. I feel like gerbils would do better at fencing than chinchillas because of the way they're made. Rats yeah. are great epi fencers. Yes. Yes. Rats, oh, rats yeah. are the yeah. epi fencers, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like rabbits would also suck. Not that they're rodents. That's rabbit, well, no, we, rat- we had a long conversation. Rabbit, rabbits are the steeds for the saber fencing, and then whoever wins the saber duel gets the other one's rabbit. Yes. Because this is the history of saber so, and, and so, the rabbit says, I'm highly offended by this. <laughs> but back to gerbils, apparently you get them from the same litter and then they can live together, and otherwise yeah. they cannot. Otherwise from you cannot, your yeah. experience and in general, yeah, yes. Yeah, and, and uh, what I did was I, I put them, I did the same with the chinchillas, I put them in a tiered cage situ- situation, and it never got to a point where they actually wanted to be near each other, but I also found out that if you get females, it's a lot harder to accomplish oh. anything. Yeah. Because so like a lot of animal kingdom, yep. the, the females are dominant, so. Yeah, and that's that's actually why I took into consideration. I wanted a female puppy to mm-hmm. go with Rosie, but I was concerned about introducing another female dog and then hearing things about how females don't get along together. Which it's funny because it seems like male dogs could also not get along together, you know, because mm-hmm. all the testosterone and they just get more aggressive. Exactly. Yep, yep, It's yep. just interesting. So I, I wanted to get, I found this really cute female um, blue tick healer. Mm-hmm. Right, blue, what is it called? Blue tick healer. Blue tick healer? Is that, that right. the thing you thought Charlie was? No, that's, that's a blue tick coonhound. Oh. I was thinking, I'm, uh, it's something, a blue healer. I think it's just a blue healer. Australian okay. cattle dog is what oh, I, okay. I used to yeah, call yeah, them. Yeah. And then apparently they're called blue healers. I had never heard that before. Isn't that what Arlo is? Until recently. That's exactly what Arlo is. Yeah, oh, okay. Arlo is. I knew I knew that name. And and my friend was like, oh yeah, Blue Healer, Blue Healer, Blue Healer. I'm like, what is that? And I looked it up and I was like, that's an Australian cattle dog. And yeah. he was like, what are you talking I'm like, semantics, whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, 
I found an Australian cattle dog puppy that was so precious, and apparently it was half pit bull, and it had two different color eyes, which of course is choice, yes, uh, no matter what. And she was immediately gone, so mm-hmm. you know, no, no chance. But I, I was talking to the lady. I still talk to the lady from the adoption agency and give her updates, but. She was like, I got puppies coming out of my asshole. You can pick so many puppies from me. Like, I know this one's not here, but just look at... We, we're we're going to get dachshund puppies. And dachshunds will go great with an Amstaff. So you should get a dachshund puppy. And I was Too like, small. well, I grew up with a dachshund called Honey Bunny. And I loved Honey Bunny to death. And um, I talked to my other friend about it. And she was like, there's tons of... Amstaff dachshund couples that that work great together. That, okay. That's perfectly fine, and I'm like, cool. But I was looking through her catalog of endless puppies, and she there was this little black puppy bulldog that nobody wanted, so derpy looking, and I was like, that's my ugly dog. That's but he was a boy, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I, I, you know, that's that's fine, you know, because yeah. I I've, I already had the concerns in my head about getting a another female and introducing her, so I was like, whatever, there's nothing wrong with a boy, I'll just get a little boy. Yeah. So I hauled my butt up there, and I saw him. His name was Scooter. Yes. And these two teenage girls who were like, I guess, volunteering for the the adoption a- agency was like, you know. Um, oh, you know, it's, I, I, they came in, I immediately knew that it was Charlie, and yeah. I grabbed him, and I held him, and I never let him go. Mm-hmm. And I'm holding him right now, to this very day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it was, just, it was zero effort introducing him to Rosie. Rosie just immediately was like, you are now my best friend forever, and they love each other. They are like, joined at the hip. And I will say, like, sometimes it even depends on the animal being introduced. Like, um, Thor took us forever. Like, she didn't clash with anyone in the animal groups, but it took her forever mm-hmm. to open up to us. But Quinn, for instance, like, we had her little kitten room ready, and we were like, okay, we're just going to hang out with you in the bathroom. And Quinn's like, ate some food, walked around, chat in her box, and then she's like, you know what? Let's leave. Let's, let us leave now. Let us leave. <laughs> Kicks open the door. I, with her cat up. foot. Yeah, she like, was like two pounds. Mm-hmm. She's like, I got this. I hey, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I put uh, some of her food out by the door to like have, it was like some wet food. It wasn't like kitten food. It was just like normal cat food that was wet to like make it all nice. And Trouble goes and like tries to eat some of the wet food. And then Quinn goes and sniffs and Trouble gives a little hiss. And then Quinn's like, cool. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And then she eats some and Trouble's like, okay, you're not going to eat it all. Fine. That's good. And yep. he doesn't give a crap because he's old. And he's like, I don't give a crap about nothing. I'm old. Oh, my gosh. And then Quinn, like, wanders into the bedroom where Sydney is. And then Sydney hisses. And then Quinn's like, okay, okay, I get it. And, like, walks out and then, like, just strolls around. Doesn't give a crap. No fear, even though she's two pounds. Yeah. Yep. like, I get it. I get it. I'm new. I smell weird. And just wanders around. Yep. That's precious. So, so I think sometimes also it's the temperament. Like, if you have an anxious animal, it's going to be harder to deal with um, other more assured animals in an right. environment. Like, that was one of Raph's biggest issues, all her anxiety and, like, stress. Yeah. I mean, Thor is still the easiest to scare off. Yeah. Because she's just a shy cat. Thor is like, oh, there's something going down. I'm out. I- yeah. I mean, Thor took, 
Thor took two months to warm up to us. Two months of living in our house mm. to start to actually like come being to pet. us if there was food, and she was always the last one in the kitten room for the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And she was like, "Oh my god, you're gonna touch me!" And she would just like shrink down, terrified, <laughs> or try to run away. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. not want. Yes. Yeah, but it, yeah. there's something really special about earning the affection of a shy cat. Mm-hmm. It's very rewarding. Oh, I felt honored when Thor let me pet her. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very rewarding. Never happened again. Satisfying. <laughs> It'll happen again. It'll happen again. Yeah. She's been more comfortable with you being here. Like, she's down here. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. But I, uh, when it came to um, Ash and Iggy, it was pretty much the same thing. I got two females. I put them in the tiered cages, and they just mm-hmm. wanted nothing to do with one another, ever. Yeah. You know, as a matter of fact, it actually kind of stressed Iggy out having Ash there. And Ash was, like, aggressively not wanting Iggy to exist. So, so would Ash just sit there and go, hey, ugly, go away. Hey, hey, you think you're something? You're not. You're trash. Look at you. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm just sitting here. Why am I bothering you? eating Timothy, hey? Why are you so mean to me? So what Ash would do is I put a little, um, it was like a, it was like a, uh, just like a, a, a vinyl sheet over the hole. Because it was a, it was a Ferret Nation cage, so there was a hole that went in between the two stories. Hmm. I put a vinyl sheet there to just kind of block it off so Ash wouldn't go down and they, they couldn't interact. Yeah. And Ash took that corner and that was her pissing spot. And she just pissed all over that vinyl sheet. And she was just like, you fuck you. Extra That's fuck so you. aggressive. Yeah. Uh, I know. And I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. So. So. That's when I knew. She's like, I would piss right on your head if I could. Yeah. I would directly onto your head. Come here. I'm going to hey, piss on you. Hey, kid. Hey, hey, come here. Come here. I'm going to piss you on your head. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Nope. It will be interesting because I know Heath and I eventually want to get another dog. Mm-hmm. Much later. Another boy dog, probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. Because... Another fine gentleman. Another fine gentleman. Much later down the road. Like, we're talking several years. Yeah, because these dogs were more expensive than I expected. Rue, having yeah. medical needs, makes her... And we have more cats than we expected to at this point, too. Yep. Yeah. Because yep. so. we got Oliver, and then... And then you had to get the other two to balance out. Technically, the... we only had to get one, but yeah, we wanted the two, so... But we got the two. It's fine. Yeah. No problems here. Yep, 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 no, yep, They're wonderful. I don't, oh, worry, I, I don't worry, guys. I, I will say, uh, co-worker today, uh, there's apparently some wild kittens in his neighbor's backyard, and he doesn't know if they're actually, like, the neighbor's cats, because it's an outdoor cat. This is kitten season. They're probably just... He wants to... I was like, you could just take... He, he doesn't want to. One, um, he has a slight language barrier with his neighbors, so he can't, like, uh, get a good conversation to find out if they're actually attached to them or if they're just feeding them to be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, well, how about you just take the kittens and, get and them to a double your kitten? No, he, he oh, like okay. the, he's resisting actually just adopting all the cats. And he has two cats. He has a father and daughter cat that he's not sure how they would handle. I'm like, but they're kittens. So you need to get two, get two kittens. I'm like, double your cat population. And he's like, oh, I'm trying really hard not to be a bad oh, adult. Oh, cats are so good, though. <laughs> it's not a bad adult if there's enough room. Well, it's like being able to avoid them, too. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. And uh, he's like, if if he could, he would, he's like, I kind of want to turn his back. He rents, but he's like, I would like to turn my backyard into like just a feral cat colony. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if we didn't Love have cats. dogs, that would be an option. Well, actually, our neighbors would hate that, probably. Oh, uh, no. Well, our neighbors already have cats. There's already, like, neighborhood out cats, yeah. outside cats, but anyway. Yeah. 
I don't think we have neighborhood cats. I think the neighborhood cat is mine. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's Boy. That's fine. Boy, Boy yeah, is that the neighborhood right. cat. Boy, Boy is the neighborhood. He, he roams around and harasses everyone. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting when we do eventually have to introduce a puppy. I'm only worried. I think they'll be fine when he's a puppy. Mm. I do worry a little bit about because really the issue with dogs, moreover than getting two female dogs, is like dogs that are dominant. Mm-hmm. You know. So if you actually, and it's, it's more like you have to worry about whether puppies. or not they're, yeah, whether or not they're girls or boys. If they're a dominant dog, you can have an issue if you get another dominant dog. And you don't know what's going to happen when you get another puppy because you don't yeah. know if they're going to grow up and be like, hey, I want to be the boss. Yeah. So I'm a little worried about that because Mishka is very much the the boss. Also, he's 89 pounds now. Yeah. Um. So he he gained <laughs> he gained a good bit of weight over the last few months, and it seems to be muscle. Mm-hmm. And he's like 25 pounds more than Rue now, so they don't even have a question of who's the boss anymore. Yep. At this point. No. Like they they play, but they don't struggle over it anymore. It's pretty clear. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The other kind of boy dog that I want to get in the future is uh, I would like to get a black German Shepherd mix. Um, I want a black house wolf, basically. Yep. Mm-hmm. He and, wants those uh, pointy, pointy ears. I do. I do really want ears that stick up. Mm-hmm. As I've never had a dog that had ears that stuck up. <laughs> and I think it's very cute. You and were so excited when you thought... Uh, I know. Mishka's ears tried real hard. Yeah. Tried to yeah. stand up. Yep. And he's still my big, strong house wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do also want that kind of dog. Um, which, those tend to be pretty large, too. So I don't know what the dominance issues we're going to have are. Yeah. I also heard that um, there could be an issue if you have an existing older dog, that younger dogs, when they get into their adolescence, will actually try to, like, Usurped. put the old dog out of its misery, where I've seen that happen. I mean, I don't think times. he's going to be older enough for that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I don't know how far in the future that is. but <laughs> he, that, he won't be elderly. That has, that has happened. Yeah. It, um, it's, it's, a, it's a common enough occurrence for it to be a known yeah. thing. and that's horrible. Yeah, where adolescent dogs will put old dogs out of their misery if they smell weakness. Yeah. Well, um, also, I feel like some of that... I, I, I gotta feel like some of that does come from, like, they probably weren't supervised or introduced well enough mm-hmm. and, like, boundaries weren't put in place. And, I mean, certain breeds uh, are going to be and, having you know, stronger instincts there, to do there that. Is, yeah. There is an underlying, like, some people are just more naturally dominant than other people. It's yeah. the same as dogs. Yeah. I've, I've just, I've, I've read up on certain incidences of that where, where it was just, like, I, you know, the the people were like, I didn't see any issues. Mm-hmm. There were no red flags. And then suddenly one day I came home and it happened. That's horrifying. Like, Holy crap. Because what do you even do about... What do you even do? Right. Like, it killed your other dog, but it's still your baby. Exactly. But it murdered your other baby. Yeah. This is it's a, rough. This is a Cassius Pierce situation. It is. And I, I had know. resentment towards <laughs> Cassius. Fiddler crabs. See our crab episode. Ah, yeah. Yes, Fiddler yes. crabs. The Fiddler crabs. I had crabs. resentment towards Cassius for the rest of his life. Nope. <laughs> You te- I'm going to feed you. I took care of them, but there was there was resentment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh God, that would be so hard. Well, anyway, I think we would probably not get a new dog when our dogs were elderly. No. Yeah, it'll probably be a lot sooner than that. It better be, or, yeah, or we would wait years. until they passed because that that's <laughs> yeah. too big of a risk. Yeah. I don't want to have to deal with that feeling. Yeah. I think that the sounds horrible. only other thing we'd have to worry about, unless is... we were getting a small dog, like we could get a corgi, and then a corgi probably couldn't kill. Our existing dogs, even if they were old, he would not be able to <laughs> yeah. kill Mishka. No, it's the most powerful corgi. The corgi that would be super saiyan. That would be really <laughs> super saiyan Kamehameha blast. That would be right disturbing. Quite frankly, if a corgi could do that, <laughs> that would be disturbing. The corgi just lays dog. down his knives and is like, "Hello." 
Like, I'm Dexter. I've how I, I raised you. You weren't like this when you were a puppy. <laughs> oh my goodness. I think the only other thing Just because he's a corrupt cop doesn't mean you have to do this Dexter Corgi puppy. <laughs> okay, if we ever go to Corgi, we have to name it Dexter now. Nope. That's actually a pretty good name. That's a really good Corgi mm-hmm. name. So anyway, if we were if we accidentally wait until they're too old, I guess we would get a small dog, which the only small dog we're interested in is a corgi. Well, nope. okay, let's rephrase this. The only small dog Keith approves of is a corgi. I'm That's why I said smaller dogs. Okay. You said we. Don't group me into your small dog. Keith. Okay, fine. I don't hate them. I grew up with a lot of small dogs. I just like large dogs more. I would be a hundred percent fine with getting a Pomeranian. Pomeranians. Pomeranians are, are yappy, but they are very cute. They are. I would. I'm like. I have all I do the time also... in the world for a Pomeranian. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if, especially if you're working from home, you can groom them enough too. Yeah, they yeah, require. Yeah. I, I would shave it into a little, little uh, teddy bear lion. Oh, that'd, oh, that'd be, be cute. cute. I'd get a groomer do that. Yeah. I had a friend whose mom had like two Pomeranians. They did not like kids, so that was no. not fun. That was the, this was like a slightly older like family friend. And so we were younger, and the dogs were like, oh, hell no, get out of my property. It's like, ah! So my extended family Lions. has Pomeranians. They're very cute. They're very cute. They will They will kill. They're like, get out of my territory. I had a, uh, dogs. I had a neighbor. <clears throat> I don't know. I think it was half Pomeranian. It was a mix of something, but it definitely had prom- Pomeranian or a Papillon in it. Mm-hmm. But it, was, it looked like a little black fox. And it was just oh. the cutest freaking thing. And his name was Dico. So they were a, they were a Hispanic family who apparently were very racist against Costa Ricans. No, I'm just kidding. They might have been Costa Rican. What? And they named their dog Tico. Tico is a is a nickname for Costa Ricans. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. So okay, you have dogs, to give that context. Yes, context. That's important. Name Tico. You know, you're yeah. from Costa Rica. Okay. So the dog's name was Tico, and I nearly killed this dog twice. What? So they would just let it out. Did you almost and, run over it? And it, at night. That's horrible. Where it's, it's a black black dog. Oh, oh no. black Pomeranian. In, in the middle of the road while I'm driving, mm-hmm. listening to Rammstein at a thousand miles per hour through my small neighborhood. Yeah, yep, yep. As, as you, you do, do. As you do. Um, and I both times I stopped and I got him. The first time I stopped and I got him and I, I didn't know which house he belonged to. Right. But I was like, this is a really cute dog. I want to keep him. You know, like, I almost just kept him, you know? Yeah. You're like, but, I'll make sure you don't get out, little buddy. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep you safe. Um, you won't get run over with if you live with me. Yes, because I live in an apartment, and you'll never be able to just be let out. No. <laughs> you'll have to come out only with But they me. do. they would do well in apartments because they're little dogs. Yeah. yeah. He would do great on my porch. Um, so I went to the church that I grew up going to, and I yeah. knew it was unlocked. Yeah. Because, you know, the, you get to trust everyone. Yeah. So I opened the door. Believe in God. Yeah, believe in God. You just open the door, and I just let Tico loose in the church and close the door behind me because no one was open. It was the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to take him home. Like, I can't, you know, so I just let him loose in the church. And then this is at my parents' neighborhood, so I'm driving back home, like, a day or so later, and I see little signs, you know, mm. missing dog. <laughs> Where, please, my was poor Tico. And I called them, and I was like, call the church and ask them about Tico. And they're like, oh, thank you so much. What's your name? And I was like, well, nope, click. <laughs> I, like, hung up on him. You know, I didn't want any part of it, except that I already, I did my part. Yeah. You, I saved the dog's you life. You connected the two back together. Yeah. Yeah. But at that point, I figured out where the dog lived. Mm-hmm. So they called the church. They got Tico back. 
Tico's good to go. He's back home. Well, the church was like, ah, God has given us a dog. God has told us not to leave our doors unlocked because <laughs> the next time that happened, the door was lo- the church was locked. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you not. I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. So Tico, left Tico was mess. out middle sure of the night. Did. Ramstein driving 50, mile, 50 miles through a 25 mile per hour neighborhood, mm-hmm. as you do. Tico's in the middle of the road again. I stop. I grab him because he's my buddy. He's Tico. Well, how do you, especially if you know where he lives now, how do you just yeah. leave him? Yeah, how do you He's like, you're him? going to get hit. Yeah, so I go back to their house and I, you know, I'm carrying him to their house and Tico vomits right across my arm. And I'm like, cool, awesome, thanks, buddy. And I knock on the door and I give him back. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> Can you stop it, please? It's midnight. You know. Didn't and they're they... like, thank you so much for giving us Tico back. And I'm like, he's going to die if you keep doing this. this You're is right. If this happens again, I'm keeping him. Do they just <laughs> let him out and then not go fetch him? I don't know what the, I don't know what the, they had a fenced in backyard. It's happening. Maybe, maybe oh. okay, then maybe he found, he kept finding holes because I know, I, like, our backyard neighbors, they had issues with their poodle. Yeah. Escaping he's a, he's a standard poodle. He could jump over it. It wasn't a matter of digging. There, well, it wasn't sitting. a matter of escaping. Right. It was just there like were a few holes that he fence. had uh, escaped through. And then also... He, he would get up on was, this one rock and jump over it. There was a rock he also there was, It was like over. a boulder. It was a gigantic rock. Poodles are so smart, man. Yeah, they are. Poodles are so freaking smart. I don't think Tico was that They've just, smart. <laughs> he, he, he was in our yard a couple times, too. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, any other thoughts about introducing dogs and not dumping dogs in churches in the middle of the night? Look, if you want to save a dog's life, you, t- you gotta you show take him, him to the good Lord. You gotta <laughs> teach him the word of God because you know. You know, dog... he sat there and just read Bibles the whole time he was waiting for someone to show up. No, he probably him. vomited. He probably pooped and, <laughs> and peed pooped and peed all and over vomited that all over it. Yeah. And they had to find each spot and clean was it up. Was it carpet? Oh, of course it yeah, was carpet. Of course. Yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's how it was in the churches so, when I was going yeah. up to. So, but as we all know. God, you know what? It's God's is, will. Uh, God dog, left the door dog unlocked. Is spelled dog, dog is God. Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, any other thoughts about introducing? One thing I will probably do on the show notes is um, my cat's vet has a very good, um, I'm going to link a uh, thing about introducing different animals. Introducing, yep. Cats and cats, dogs and cats. Yeah, so that that would be a useful resource that I will link. I do feel like adult like cats it. are trickier to introduce to yes. each other yep. than any of the... And sometimes all you can really yeah. want is cohabitation. Yeah. yeah, they don't have, have to be best friends. expectations. Yeah. But if they have enough room to have different territories, that can be okay. Oh yeah. yeah, that was another thing. My friend has two cats. They hated each other. Yep. They, uh, Mel did lots of different things to get them to... Oh, yeah, they still don't like each other. Um, but then they bought a house, so they mm. have a lot more space, and now mm. it's evenly divided. And it was starting off on neutral territory. Well, actually, I guess they had that for a while now. Yeah, they, uh, moved apartments. Originally, mm-hmm. yeah. they were hoping when they moved apartments one time it would reset everything. It did not. It did yeah. not. No. No. But the house gave them enough area. It's two female cats, and I think that's related to yes. some of the struggles. And also... They're both big. They're both oh. big. Yeah, I also wanted to add in, because that reminds me, Bella and uh, Cupcake did start getting along together yeah. again. After, after she stopped being a rebellious teenager? After Cupcake got fixed. Ah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's oh. another thing, is spaying or neutering them, a lot of aggression is going to be solved by that, so. Yep. 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 You know, Charlie course, mellowed out a lot after he got his uh, little snip-snip. Yeah. Yeah. Snip, we, snip we always recommend get the snip-snip for your get pets. Snip-snip. Preferably when they're still small. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, because I've known dogs that got the snip snip 
like at like four and it uh, was not no. the no. dog was just tr- if you don't let them go through that hormone turmoil like it's gonna be better yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that dog was a garbage dog Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't. I didn't like that dog. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, Heath, where can they find us? Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Discord. Pet Parents Pod. You can also email us petparentspod at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. We will continue to get better. Good luck with your hopes and dreams. Goodbye. Woo.